and we're live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today on Becca's World for another exciting episode of Becca's World. Um, this is an episode of The Blind View. I just wanted to take a few moments to talk to you guys before, um, before um, we take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be bringing TP and our surprise guest in. Um, I wanted to encourage you guys once again, like I've been trying to do lately, to remember that your strength doesn't lie in what these politicians are saying or even what Dr. Fauci is saying or any of these other so-called experts. Your strength lies in what God has given you and what, what you know in your heart, in your heart and in your mind, right? The education you've gotten as you've grown up here in America and the training that you've received and the tools that you've gotten. And I'm not just talking about the stuff that they've intended to give you. I'm talking about the stuff that you've learned on your own. And I know you've learned a lot on your own. And that's what they can't possibly understand. They can't comprehend what you have that you've gotten on your own. And that's what's going to enable us to win the day, guys. That's how we're going to overcome everything. And so recently, you know, I have been overcoming for a long time, let me tell you. So I know what I'm talking about. And recently, I published my third book in December. And we've been working on getting the audible version of that book done. The book is called Metamorphosis by Rebecca Meadows. And I'm proud to announce that as of today, Metamorphosis is now available on Audible. And you can go now go up there and purchase it. And I believe we purchased it. I believe it's under $5. We, we purchased it so anybody could get their hands on it because I want everybody to read it. Um, and I have one more, you know, the last two weeks I've released two different sneak peeks at Metamorphosis. And I encourage you guys to go up to Becca's World and watch those. The first one was a sneak peek at, oh, um, what was the first one? Um, the Trials of Tracy Jones. And then we put a sneak out, a peek at uh, the Saving Best Baby this week. And next week we were going to launch a sneak peek at Gretch the Wretch. And I'm still going to release that next week, even though you can go up to Audible now and purchase the whole book. Um, just so you guys know more about the book, you know, you'll have that one more sneak peek at it. Because it's a really, I really like this, this next one that's coming up next week. And so, anyway, just please make sure you're subscribed so you can watch next week's sneak peek. And, and please, if you're able, go up and check Metamorphosis out. And I think I'll probably have some free downloads to give out. And I will let you guys know about that, too. So stay tuned. And now we're going to um, take a quick commercial break. And then we'll bring TP and our surprise guest in. Here we go. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, great news. My third book is out, Metamorphosis. This is my first fiction book. It's six short stories, and I invite you guys to check it out. Right now, it's only available in Kindle eBook and Amazon Print On Demand, but I'll have the Audible version out there ASAP. Give me a month or less, guys. And then you also can check out my second book, Changing My Perspective. It's available in eBook, Amazon Print On Demand, and Audible already. And you can check out my first book, Because You're Blind. This book is also available in Audible, Kindle, and Amazon Print On Demand. And you can order all of these books through my website, um, info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Okay, guys? Um, but I wanted to um, particularly um, share with you guys Metamorphosis. This book, um, well... I had a lot of fun with this book because where with my first two books, I was constrained because they were um, memoirs. I had to stay stick to factual stuff. In Metamorphosis, I was able to write more freely. And so I had a lot of fun with this book and I really hope my readers will check it out. Um, anyway, you can email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com if you read it and you want to comment on it. Um, and I will have some uh, free... Ver uh, downloads of the audible version when we get it done i'm soon i'm sure um anyway please make sure you are subscribed to my youtube channel and stay tuned and we will announce when we get the audible version done thank you very much and everybody have a great day peace out good morning hey good morning tp how are you i'm doing good i'm blessed by the best i must confess baby 
cool is your mom with us uh i don't know i, I gave the information to um brandon i mean uh gino mm -hmm. and uh um you know i don't see her on here it's just me and you so far okay great well we can visit how have you been doing tp we can wait your mom to just join us whenever Gino yeah she um she's probably trying to figure it out you know you got to remember she's in her 70s so i have a little dog i have to let out of my room i'll be right back mm -hmm. How have you been this week, TP? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I've uh, been writing, and uh, I got the phone call that I've been waiting for for a long time from New York City. Good. Um, next month, I'm going to be on a show here in uh, it's in Chandler. Okay. And uh, this is probably this is not probably this is definitely the most important performance that I've had since I've been in Arizona. Um, the Chandler Comedy Experience is probably the best uh, monthly comedy show that they have in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to get the promoter to put me on the show for a while. Um, I figured because we were both from Chicago, that might help. But nah, I had to. Uh, he told me, he said that um, uh, Talent, Talent Harris from out of New York, the king of New, one of the kings of comedy mm -hmm. in New York is booking the show here and i was like very excited because i know talent personally for years now and so i told him i said okay i'll call him i sent talent a message and um he called me back the next morning and i told him what my situation was and he said say less so he told me he put me on the show paid me for being on the show that was already booked for next month he uh -huh. added me to the show and then he told me to target the host once a month because the guy don't have a host yet and since I'm here and I'm experienced, I could wind up hosting that show every month. Oh, every month? Every month. And I really need it because, you know, I'm a comedian and there's nothing more better for a comic to do than work, you know? Yeah. Well, that's good, TP. I'm glad. That's wonderful that you're ha finding some successes. I knew doors would start to open up for you. If oh, you yeah. I'm having fun with it, too. I mean, I, I write... Um, a little bit just about every day i can i realize that since i've been vision impaired i have the time to think of the goofiest stuff to say i mean like i've really got a lot of time on my hands <laughs> so i think of just some of the most stupidest stuff to say and then i twist it around and take it to alexa stop sorry tb that's all right you got a better your alexa's better than my siri <sighs> Me and Siri. I broke up with Alexa to get with Siri. Now Siri don't know how to act. I hate Siri. Well, yeah. I wish I'd have known that before I broke up with Alexa. Yeah, well, you know what I did this week? What'd you do? Well, this week is spring break here. And so my sister and my son and I drove to Sedona earlier this week and spent some time in Sedona. And we were there overnight. And have you been to Sedona? TV? Yeah. What did yeah. you say? You have been to Sedona? Uh, no, I've never been to Sedona. Okay, well, Sedona is really a cool place. It's it's pretty like mystical. There's a lot of like I I think there's a lot of earth stuff there, stuff that God put there when He created the earth, and like um. I don't know. I've heard a lot about the the mystical parts of Sedona over the years, and I don't. I haven't had a chance to study it up on myself, but I plan on it. But we went to Sedona just to get out of the city and go see Sedona, and maybe do some like touristing, right? And we had a really great trip. Um, it was really cold though. I didn't take a sweatshirt, which I should have done. Um, mm -hmm. And it was funny when we were on our way back, my sister pops off with, hey, there's a cow dog. And it made me laugh because my sister's so podunk and hillbilly like I used to be and still am. So 
like it was like an Australian Shepherd, but where we come from, that's one of the breeds of dogs that are used for managing cattle and yeah, stuff. herding, right? That's called cow dogs, and it just sounded really funny and really hokey when she said it. And so it was just really nice getting out of the city and being reminded of our roots a little bit, even though we're in Arizona and we actually grew up in Montana. Right, right. Um, my cousin, uh, I did not know this until like uh almost a week ago uh-huh. but uh flagstaff have mountains and snow yeah blew my mind i had no idea did you know there's a ski resort up there in flagstaff i did not know that but because i was still blown away i'm still blown away now about the woods we're in the desert how did you get woods where in did the you desert? Where did you find woods dude i want to go out to the woods i also want to go out of the desert i mean i'm <laughs> I like the city, right? But as soon as I can, I'm going to buy a camper and we're going out camping. But there's woods around here, TP. Yeah, man. It's, on, it's like the Indian reservations. I think got the woods and everything. Thing. Oh, really? I wonder if they have a lake. Uh, I didn't, well, I don't know, but I'm going to ask. Um, my little cousin, Gemini's son, and his mom, uh-huh. uh, well, uh, well, yeah, Gemini's, half, Gemini's son is half, but his mom is uh, Native American. Uh-huh. And so is her mom and her dad and everything. So they live out in Flagstaff. And so when they were telling me all about the woods and the snow and stuff, I was like, well, why do you guys go out there? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm from snow area. So I'm like, I'm not looking forward to no more snow. Right. But, uh, but what got me was the woods. So my mom just texted me and she said that if uh, they weren't in a contact list, that it wouldn't happen, so I just forwarded uh, the link from my phone to hers because I'm in her contact list. So you're so we're just waiting for her to cook on it. Yeah, I told her to just follow the I, prompts. We've kindly given the surprise guest away to our audience by now, I guess. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean, the season of seventy, so we can expect her to have a little bit of technical difficulty, but she has a yeah. better iPhone than we do. Yeah. Oh, I'm yes. sure. Did she get an Obama phone? No, she, my little brother got her, like, I think she has the 11 or 13, one of the bigger numbers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So hopefully she'll be in there uh, pretty soon. And uh, and and hopefully it works out for her. Um, she's visiting impaired too, but not as bad as we are. Yeah. You know, she can't drive or anything anymore, but okay. she has problems looking at her device. So I don't know if she's going to get my aunt is the, lives over in the same buildings that she does. So she might have to get my aunt to help her out. I don't know. Oh. But she should be uh, coming pretty soon here. Uh, but yes, yeah, she, oh, she said, OK, uh, it looks like. Uh, looks like she she read everything. So hopefully. Yeah. It's well, really never- good. Uh, um. So TP, did you did you hear me talking about? I don't know if you were able to hear what I, I was talking about before I brought you in. Um, Metamorphosis is now on Audible. It's now available. Oh yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, isn't that awesome? I'm so excited. Um, next week we're gonna release that next sneak peek, uh, the sneak peek of Gretch the Wretch. Gretch Even the though Gretch. whole version's up now, but. You know what I've been thinking about doing? What? Because all of my life I've been a gearhead. I used to build engines and rebuild transmissions and make fast cars and work on cars and stuff. Well, I figure the quarter mile or the eighth mile is just a straight line. Mm -hmm. But so far, you know? So I'm thinking about getting some help in building me a car that'll do at least an eighth mile in a straight line and see if I can't whoop somebody in it. Do you like a drag? Yeah, drag racing. Oh, I mean, I I mean, because I mean, you you, depending on how fast the car is, you can count it, and then I can wear earpiece to let me know when I need to hurry up and brake because I'm running out of highway or whatever. Dude, if you want to talk to someone who knows about how to drive a car when you're blind, you need to call Mark Riccobono, the president of the NFB in Baltimore, Maryland. You know he invented a car that he drove on the Daytona 500 Speedway, right? Yeah, I saw that on YouTube. Yeah. And, like, 
it's been years. I was I rode in that car with Mark when he brought it to Montana when we had our our when our when the NFB of Montana when we had our first state convention because it was a baby affiliate when I joined. And so I was there for the first annual convention the first year, and Mark Riccobono brought his car there and was giving rides. And, um, but yeah, he he's someone who's already thought through the process of making the car work for a blind person. And I'm not really clear on how Mark's gone about doing it. I've given it a lot of thought myself over the years about how to make a car work for a blind person with all the cool technology that's come up. Mm -hmm. I think I probably would have done it a little bit different than Mark has done it. Um, unless he may have made some changes to his car since I rode in it, my gosh, probably 10 years ago now, I think. Yeah, I'm sure with more technology over the last 10 years, it's better now. Yeah, I, I really hope, you know, it seemed like the NFB didn't really do much with their KNFB reader, but I really hope Mark Riccobono does something with that that driving technology because if he could perfect it and he could make it really viable for the market for blind people to use if he simply thought outside the box and i think he, mark riccobona probably does but um because i've given a lot of thought before i before he ever ever before i even heard of him in his car i had already given a lot of thought to how to make a car work for a blind person and there's just so many things you can do, especially with today's technology. You combine a few of these technologies that are out there, these awesome groundbreaking technologies into one car, and it, it would be a car a blind person could drive safely. You know? uh, right, and even with the help or the aid of a CNI dog might even help too. Because yeah. um, come the fall, I'm going back to blind rehab, but only I'm going to the one down in, uh, uh, in Florida. And uh, I'm going to be trained how to use a CNI dog. When are you doing that? This when fall comes back around. Oh, good for you, TP. Yeah, they're they're sending me to West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, to the blind rehab there at the VA hospital there, and they're gonna assign me and teach me how to use a CNI dog. Oh wow, that's amazing. And that's only because even though I use my cane, I get real comfortable sometimes, uh -huh. and I might miss an object and walk into it. Yeah, I do the same thing, but it's because I do things like that that I opted not to get a guide dog because I was told I had to have really good cane skills before I could go after a guide dog, and I do clumsy stuff like that, so that's why I never did go after a guide dog. I didn't think I'd be eligible. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it just had no cost to me, so, mm -hmm. uh, and I've been trained how to use the cane at blind rehab, and uh what my problem was at first is I was using too short of a cane. That's why I kept walking in the stuff. So mm -hmm. now I have uh not just the right size cane. I got it a little longer than what 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 was specified for my height. Yeah. Because when it's longer, you can walk a little faster. Yeah, longer is always better. I I agree with you, TP. Believe me, I I've learned that about canes. I always go for a cane that's longer. I think I, I said on previous shows, and I'll say it again. My favorite cane of all time was an NFB straight cane that was like two inches taller than I am that I had that was given when I went to Blind Incorporated in Minneapolis. And wow. I had that cane behind because my husband refused to bring it with when we left Minneapolis because it was so long, but I loved it because I could see so far with it. Right. And it was so fast. I met a, 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 a blind guy in... Um... Chicago, he came to one of the comedy shows that I was on and I, his cane was like way taller than him. And I was like, he says he has a long walk and he wants to see where he's going way ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand it then because I wasn't using a cane yet, you know, but mm -hmm. I knew that I, I had the cane I, uh, at home, but I was still embarrassed and I thought that I didn't need it. But, um, one fire hydrant taught me to never leave the house without my cane again. It just took one fire hydrant. That's all it took. That fire hydrant like to broke my lip. I tried. I spoke to God and everybody like, please let me stay up. And uh, the pain in my hip and my, I, you know, I didn't want to be falling on the ground. So I tried to reach for the fire hydrant to use it for leverage, but it was too late. I had already walked in it too hard, too fast. And so I had to lay it down and 
somebody had to help me off the ground because I I walked fire hydrants. They don't care. They do not move when you walk into them. They do not move. So after that day, uh, I never again was seen without my cane. Yeah, TP. You know, I I was forced to have so many things like that happen to me before I finally got a cane and was allowed to use it and you know get training on it. And I have to tell you, the cane. Many people look at the cane as a, a symbol of being weak or being dependent or being less of a person, but the cane is actually a symbol of someone who has taken control of their life and who is overcoming and doing things. And they're doing them safely and, and efficiently because when you try to do things without a cane or a guide dog when you're low vision or blind, you just... You're not succeeding, and it's a huge waste of time, and it's really embarrassing, and it it can it can seriously hurt you or even cost you your life because you do so many stupid, stupid and silly things when you're trying to, you know, hide your blindness. So yeah, I don't hide it no more. Uh, I embrace it. Matter of fact, it's uh, a major part of my show now. Yeah. Hey, TP, are you going to go to the NFB convention this year? Um. It's in June, isn't it? Um, no, it's. I think it's in July. Okay, if it's in July, I should be able to go because June I got a lot going on. It's in Vegas this year too, right? No, it's in Louisiana, I believe. You know what part? Uh, I don't remember, dude. Um, you know, you can go to nfb.org, and you can also go listen to the presidential release. I was listening to the presidential release the other day. That's where I was going to get the information because. You can go either to nfb.org or to listen to the presidential release from Mark Riccobono, and you can get like the contact information for the hotel, the dates of the ho of the convention, and all of that. And I let's see, we're already in March, and I think in March is when they actually release the the schedule for the convention. So it's probably already out there, at least part of it, I think. Um, well, guess what? What? We have uh, your special guest on the screen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Becca Show. T.P. Lucas's mom, Stephanie Wilkes. Hey, my, hey. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to Becca's <laughs> Show. Hello, hello, hello. We were just chopping it up. <laughs> NFB is a short is acronym for uh, National Federation of the Blind. And Becca introduced me to them, um, you know, because a lot of things that I need I can get from them for free, like like the straight cane that I missed so much. I got to get order me another one. But um, yeah, we just talking about that and then the, the convention. Becca, uh, meet my mom. Mom, meet Becca. Nice to meet you, Stephanie. Hello. For a few years now, we met in the fall of 2018. Alexa, stop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she taught me a lot about how to transition from being sighted to vision impaired. Oh, yeah. okay. And we go through that. And we're we at the comedy shows together. Like she comes to a lot of my shows, and uh, she usually leads me around because she's better at <laughs> navigating than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the audience is okay. hilarious. <laughs> it's too oh wow! <laughs> no, I I think I think that's good. It can help each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was pretty awesome the night Keepy and I met. I wasn't, you know, I've been, I've always been an outgoing person my whole life, even after I went blind at the age of twelve. And as a result, I've always been out in public, but I've never met another blind person who is out in public living life, right? And that night, I walked into that comedy comedy club with my old roommate EJ, and it was like everybody cracked up laughing. And I didn't know why. And it was because there was another blind person in the house. Teepee was there. And then we oh. the, all kinds of jokes that night. Remember Teepee? Yeah, the blind leading the blind. Oh, they, they had big jokes that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, but it really, you know, it, it helped. I mean, Teepee and I had a lot of laughs that night. And it was great. Um, I mean, I've been in several comedy clubs by then, but it was really nice that night hanging out, getting to know TP with all the comedians. And 
I don't know. Um, it was just, it really felt weird that, you know, finally I was meeting, like I said, I'd always gone out in public forever and ever and never oh, met other blind know. people. Or Keepy was like, uh, like me, he was an icon. He was something that was different. And so we were in instantly attracted, became instant friends. Yeah, she took me, <laughs> what's the name of that place? Um, Savvy. She introduced me Savvy to a place called Savvy. Yeah, I took mm -hmm. him to for the blind in Phoenix, which is the best place for a person to go if they're if they need to learn non-visual skills. That's what they're, they're called. They're called non-visual skills. Um, and when you when you're going blind, or if you lose all your vision at once, what, whatever your visual problem is, if you're de developing visual problems, it's important to develop non-visual skills if you want to maintain a successful, happy, healthy life. And so. When you finally get those non-visual skills, it's a life-changing event for a person. And that's what I found. And, you know, a person who knows my history will really see that. It was after I got my, the tools I got at the Bridges program in Missoula, and then I got my non-visual skills training at Savvy Services for the Blind. And I met my life coach during that period of time as well. It was those three things that combined to help me become a successful, self-confident, blind person and and I'm I'm an author and a life coach today, right? I just published my third book and my I my writing is really quality and it's really getting better and and it's I, I just encourage our viewers to check it out. Um and TP is also um you know TP's been through a lot and I've watched him grow and recover and do wonderful things too, huh TP? Oh yeah. Yeah she was there from the beginning. Matter of fact I was at her house when the uh, Blind Rehabilitation Center called me and told me I could come in because there was like an over a year waiting list. And um, because of my catastrophic disability, they took me in early. So I went to the Blind Rehab and, uh, you know, the rest is history. I went to lunch one day and on the way back, that's when that truck ran me over. And after that happened, I was stuck in the hospital for a long time. But after I got out of the hospital, I was able to go back to Becca's house because it was bigger than the apartment I was using. And I had to stay on that walker for a long time. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it, was, mm. it turned out all right. I mean, I beat all the eyes. He <laughs> was strong. Yeah. <laughs> you had walker and crutches, remember, TP? Yeah, yeah. I remember the doctor it told was, me. It was like my house was built for your recovery. <laughs> Yes, he's had a big, well, I mean, yeah, but your house is uh, owned by a blind person, so another blind person should be comfortable. Well, Man, yeah, my, her kitchen. blind person uh, using a walker. Fortunately, my like the house I used to own in Missoula was a split level. Teepee never would have been able to manage in that house, but the house here, it's like, it's very easy to mobilize in even when you're using a walker or something like that. And then I also have like a great tub in my, I have a a huge bathtub in my bathroom that I got in after I left my husband with jets in it. TP spent time in there um, with the bubbles and the jets turned on using my THC infused bath bomb while after he was here, you know, after he got hit by the pickup. And I remember him. I didn't even know those things. Bubbles watching Andy Griffith and other oldies on his iPad for hours. <laughs> and all the bubbles. Wow. <laughs> the jets were going. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. When after that accident, I was just hooked on Andy Griffin. I've seen every wow. episode of Andy Griffin there is. More I'm than sure. once. I was just an Andy Griffin heal. addict. I don't know what was wrong with me. I'm sure your soul needed time to heal after everything you'd been through. Your mind needed to be able to just laugh. And you know what I mean? And he, like I said, start healing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, let me catch mm. my up on some of the news that I told the, the viewers earlier. Um, there's a, a promoter here in Phoenix, um, out of Chicago, real big promoter. Of mm. And uh, the name of the company is called Red Level Entertainment. So um, he's been bringing like a lot of major celebrities to Chandler, Arizona. And I'm looking at all the people on the flyers, and I know everybody. I'm like, oh, dude, what's up, man? I'm right here in Phoenix, you know. Uh, and then he tells me he's not booking a show. Talent is. I'm like, all right, I'll get Talent mm -hmm. to call. So I sent Talent a text message. He calls me the next morning. Now, Talent lives in New York. He's a New York king of the comedy. But we've been knowing each other forever. Mm -hmm. 
So Talon called me and I tell him my situation. And he was like, oh man, I see, I've been watching you. I see what you're doing, I see what you've been through, say less. So not only did he put me on the next month's show, he's uh, making sure that I'm being looked at as being, because the show don't have a, a steady host yet. It's a different host every month. Oh. So they're looking to put me on the host that show every month. It's the best show in Phoenix every month. The best once a month show in Phoenix. Oh my God, I'll be there. Oh, every, okay. Dude, I'll be there at okay. every show. I love comedy. Oh yeah, we had fun at the last one she came to. We were downtown Phoenix at uh, the Center for the Arts. And uh, there was quite, it was about six of us on that hit the stage that night. And uh, even the host wow. she was from Death Comedy Jam, uh, Cherie Lucky, she's from Chicago too. And uh, she hosted the show. And of course, I, I was like, I feel bad for whoever got to go behind her because Cherie Lucky is a monster. She <laughs> she is hilarious. So uh, the guy that went behind her, he struggled a little bit for a couple of seconds, but he did his work. And then I went after him. And everybody else went after me. And uh, at the end of the night, I was the only one sold T-shirts and uh, the most talked about. This is what I like about doing that. I tell them, though, I don't care what number I'm up on stage. Just put me in the game. Give me the mic. TP? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I ask your mom some questions so I can interview her? Yeah, I'm finna shut up. Real sure. I got my vape. So, Stephanie, tell me, <laughs> how are you today? Oh, I'm fine. How you doing? I'm good. So, are what state are you in? Are you in Chicago, in Illinois, or I'm in Florida, St. Oh. Petersburg. Okay. How are things there in Florida? Um, with nice and warm. Is it really humid too? <laughs> oh yes. Oh okay. Um, how did you survive the quarantine, Stephanie? Did you do okay during the quarantine? Oh yes, I'm fine. I had no problem. Oh, good. Do you have people that were looking after you, or are you just fully independent? I'm independent. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. So do you work? Oh, yeah. What do you do? I, uh, DJ, I DJ on the weekends. Oh, at a club or on the radio? Uh, yeah, a club for uh, college students. Oh, for college students. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I still got it. <laughs> You're really awesome, Steph. Okay, cool. Yeah. So can you how long have you been DJing? Is it something uh, for about 10 years? <laughs> and how did you how did you get involved with that? Can you tell us, is it rewarding? Oh, yes. Very rewarding. You do more than just DJ. You're a counselor, babysitter, and everything with some college students. Uh, and are you also their conscious <laughs> shoulder to cry on sometimes? Yeah. Yes. Oh, so that must be rewarding. They all call me mama. Oh. Yes. I, I, got, I have a lot of daughters. Oh. <laughs> are they all girls or are some of them boys? Well, it's boys. The boys call me auntie. The girls call me mama. Uh-huh. <laughs> really cool, Stephanie. Yeah. And so have you followed TP's um, comedy career much? Oh, yes. I have been to a few of them that he had. Yeah, he's been, he been telling uh, jokes since he was nine. Mm-hmm. So when he when he was nine years old and he started telling jokes, what did you think? Did you? Oh yeah, in, in the classroom, I had to go to school, and I told him until he started making money like Richard Pryor, he better not tell another joke at school no more. Oh, he was getting in trouble in school for telling jokes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, 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 only, only people had a problem with it was the grown ups. <laughs> Well, 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 Tiki, now the truth comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was a troublemaker. I, I did so, my share. Was, well, how many children did you have, Stephanie? Was he an only, was Tiki an only child? No, he's the oldest out of four boys. <gasps> oh, so did his little brothers 
follow and follow his example and repeat? No, they all went in different directions. <laughs> really? You yeah. wanted to, your your four boys? That's amazing. You have four boys. Yeah. Now honestly, no girls. If you want to know the truth, if you want to know the truth, if any of my brothers mm -hmm. could do comedy, it would be my baby brother. Corey is hilarious. This oh dude, yeah. But Corey is more but he won't Corey is he's more into music. He's musical inclined. What does what what yeah. is Corey does he sing? Well, well, he can sing. He used to, but he liked playing yeah, music. Okay. He liked, he he liked uh, Beethoven music, uh, classical music, and he, he can play by ear. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. So, TB, why have you never met Corey? Is the only that? reason why he liked telling jokes because of his big brothers. It wasn't his goal to do it on his own. Oh. <laughs> Well, so actually, Corey is the funniest of all four of us. If, if if I could get him to be as committed as I am or close to it, it's just uh -huh. like Joe Torrey came out. Everybody knew who Joe Torrey was. He was in the movie with Janet Jackson and him. Joe Torrey did Def Comedy Jam. He hosted the show and all of that. But Guy Torrey is Joe Torrey's little brother, and he is way more hilarious than Joe. It's just the truth of the matter. And I was, I, I was yeah. shocked to get Corey to commit because the boy Cole, I mean, he's a triple threat. Look, Jamie Foxx can sing, and he can act. But, but did you ever tell Corey that? Did, oh, yeah, did you ever Corey. tell Corey that? Yeah. Corey don't want to do his career. Mm. He won't run mine. Well, all he needed was a little push from his big brother. I get him. He'll be all right. I talked to him uh, about a week ago. And okay. Stephanie, you for And our number one comedian was my mother. Oh, your mom was a comedian, Stephanie? In her own words, yes. <laughs> but who did, did she ever have? Did she ever go up on stage? No, she was too shy. Want to tell some of her jokes? Oh, yeah. She 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 talked about you real in real life. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Say is there, do you, do you have, it seems like the audio you is cut in and out. Yeah. yeah going on with the audio. Noise on the audio too. Do what? Are we better okay. yet? Okay. Um, is there anything anybody else would like to talk about? Oh, oh! I don't know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> well, I mean, didn't you just uh, audition for a commercial? What TP? Yeah, but that this I audition for a commercial, but that's not my goal to to uh, be in a commercial or do anything. I don't know what my goal is at this age. <laughs> you auditioned for a commercial, Stephanie? Was it a a, yeah. a radio or a TV commercial? TV. Oh really? For seniors. Oh. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, do you want to name the? Was it for a company or a product that supports seniors? Um, it was for a company that was looking for uh, new people to support TV commercials. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So they put me in the senior category, of course. Uh -huh. That's all right. We can see on this show, you never know who's viewing. Someone may see you and contact Blue Butterfly Enterprises and ask for your information or how, how to contact you. Um, and and uh, might as well give me your Facebook information right here. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else wants want you to do something. This is a good place to start. Yourself, give your contact information right now so our viewers can contact they, you. They thought it was, yeah, they thought it was cute. That's why they wanted me. <laughs> horrible Stephanie hopefully somebody will get to meet in person <laughs> I had to wait to get this age for somebody to tell me I was cute <laughs> uh. 
Yeah. Or do you want to divulge that information? <laughs> oh no. Yes. Tell them where you um. What, I mean, your Facebook information, whatever. Oh, um, love you, DJ, and that. What you know? Let people know how to catch up. Um, okay, I'm at Soho in Tampa, and Tampa, Florida, club. All right. Mm -hmm. And Do what's your Facebook handle? My my Facebook handle handle. Mm -hmm. Your name on um, Facebook? I Stephanie Wilkes. I don't oh, change okay. anything. Stephanie Wilkes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You do any other social media? Instagram, TikTok? No. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get you hooked on no. TikTok. It's so addictive. I'm it's not so much fun. I'm, I, Everything I've been learning on my own, so I just take one step at a time. Well, TikTok is one the next step. We got to take that one. It's okay. Too much fun with TikTok. Jeez. Becca, you need to learn how to talk too. I be ticking talking. I ticking talk every day. Dude, listen, TP, I don't do TikTok. You know, TikTok is owned and operated by the Chinese government, right? Yeah. Dude, too late now. Too late. For what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already an addict. I'm stuck. I am not leaving. <laughs> I so will be there. What's that? What do you do on TikTok? You put videos on there? I put yeah. You, I mean, the longest video you can do is three three minutes, but I do crazy little clips, like you know, quick clips, like a few seconds you know what i'm saying like you know don't you think it's about time you wash that mask you know stuff like that you know just quick little one-liners you know and 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 yeah um uh, i got a 50 second clip of one of my sets uh in, in a show that i did in phoenix and this got the most views of all my TikToks, like right, right under five thousand views uh-huh so yeah i mean i i i i, I took it to the top I learned how to, my kids, you know, my kids, you know. <laughs> I, I just started TikToking though, but they spent the summer with me last summer. And by the time they left, I knew how to TikTok. I knew how to uh, WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, I knew how to, ooh, I knew how to Apple Pay. I didn't, you know how much trouble I used to go through trying to find which card it was? TP. Mm -hmm. I'm still having trouble with Apple Pay. TikTok is evil. When you download that app into you're giving the Chinese government access to your banking information and anything you have on your phone. All of your information, that app opens you like it invades everything. You well, need my to information, if you if used by anybody other than me, they should be more disappointed than me. <laughs> you use my information, you will not be coming up. Matter of fact, you put my social security number in the computer, that computer might shut down, catch a virus, and melt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be your funny. I'm telling you, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. They, hey, I'm having fun, and, and it don't matter. This is it. I'm, I'm protected by, you know, my man upstairs. I ain't worried about the Chinese, the Vietnamese, the Korean needs, all them needs. I don't care. <laughs> None of them bother me. Ain't nobody bother me. Yeah, nobody. it's it, it's just warfare has changed. The enemy has changed. The weapons have changed. The level of of destruction they can do has changed. The kind of evil and destruction they can bring upon us has changed. You have to understand. All Americans better wake up and start thinking about our security, our personal security, and our security. And that means well, I mean, our, here's something that has never changed. Our security, though. our cybersecurity. Here's something that has not changed, though. What's that, Stephanie? <laughs> this this That's me. <laughs> what hasn't changed is uh, the the urban or minority community having anything to do with starting any of this crap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody urban or yeah. minority has anything to do with why any of this is going on. But mm -hmm. we can go die for the resolution. 
then come back here and still go back to the urban or minority community and still have the same problems that we had before we went, fought and or died. Mm-hmm. That for something that ain't got nothing to do with us. We ain't we're not part of none of the problems, but we are always used to be part of the solution. Yeah. And I think the solution should be the way it should have been from the beginning. You know, everybody be everybody, you know, and just 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 hang out like that. You know, because ain't no two people ever gonna be the same as th- three <laughs> people on this screen. And out of all three of these people, that's Becca, Stephanie, and TP. We are the only individual people in the history of the world. There'll never be another me or either one of y'all. Yeah. And if more people respect themselves like that, you see what I'm saying? Everybody would get along a whole lot better. Because yeah. there's enough for everybody. There's enough for everybody. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Stephanie. Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie. TP. <laughs> yeah, he changed his name I gave him. <laughs> no, um, oh, trust me, it's comedians all over the country loving my name, my 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 birth name. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I, I don't care because I said I can pronounce it how I want to. Tim Funny, Tim Funny than a motherfucker too. I love your name, Stephanie. I have to tell you, I love his name, Tiffany Paul. Yeah, Lucas. It sounds like a French aristocrat. Educated, highly successful, like Jaker and Mover. Oh yeah, okay. I'll be one of I've always wondered why he goes by TP instead of Tiffany. Well, because the world see what or I Tim for short, you know? No, Tiffany is coming. That's gonna be the name of my my first special. That's you know, the name of money. an expensive jewelry shop. I named you after hoping one day you had that money. <laughs> oh, no, that's Tiffany. I don't know Tiffany. <laughs> now she comes out, TP. <laughs> she named you after an expensive jewelry store. <laughs> I suspected as much because Tiffany like a, a French, like an expensive French label. I don't know. <laughs> in the neighborhood that I was born in, I was I was more apt to rob it than to buy from it. Oh no, you <laughs> knock Tiffany's off. I'm talking about that neighborhood. Hey, <laughs> I mean, that neighborhood is why you where you at today. The neighborhood you were born in is why you where you at today. Hey, they love me in Chicago too, baby. <laughs> they do because I mean that's like. Chicago and Los Angeles is where I get the best reception from audiences. I mean, I get them all over the place good, but some reason, something about Chicago and Los Angeles is like, ah, we just click like that. And, and I'm loving it. It's just mm. Los Angeles costs so much to live in. Woo! Chicago do too. Uh, yeah, not like Los Angeles. I was able to afford uh, my rent in Chicago with the grace of ease without even working. But LA, I, I went, I, uh, I rented a place for me and the kids. To, um, it was a couple of summers ago when they was with me. And I had a two bedroom, all inclusive apartment uh, right right near Burbank. Do you want to know? $3,400 a month. Hey, do you guys want to know an inexpensive place to live? Where? Montana. The fly. Oh, no, no. It's- inexpensive and it, there's so much open space up there mm-hmm. like people should move up to montana why'd you move away then because it's freaking cold and i've been in four cars <laughs> <laughs> i got tired of standing out in the blizzards waiting for the bus at five in the morning to go downtown for my volunteer job at the food bank and such right, right. so like I, I i opted for quality of life so i moved to arizona where it's warmer but, well, that's yeah. why I'm in Florida. And that's yeah. why I'm in Arizona. <laughs> I went back home after the accident. Room and stuff up in Montana. So is all I'm saying. Mm. Nah, nah. If I if I I don't know. Is we illegal up there? Where? In Montana. In Montana? I don't know. Back. I know it's legal here in Florida. Oh, weed is legal in Montana, yeah. Now, see, now, now, I would buy, 
some land in Montana and farm me some weed up there and, and have it shipped here to, to sell. Oh yeah, let me tell you, know, you, you can get whole, you can get hundreds of acres really cheap up in Montana. That's what I'll, I'm saying. I would, I would farm my weed up there to it. and I, sell it down here. So, because I'm sure gonna come up with one of them strains for just a, hey, because there's too many states got it legal, and I, I, I need to have my own strain. Mm -hmm. I, I need to have my own strain. Yes. Yeah, once so I get it. It's gonna be that's that's gonna be the that's gonna be the notch right there. Would it help your eyesight? Marijuana uh, nothing but God can do that one. I'm talking about they said weed will help your eyesight too now. Yep, yeah. Yeah, it, it, um the right strain will lower ocular pressure. Um, okay. It's a hybrid, it's a 7030 uh uh sativa dominant. Okay. That's the one 7030 sativa dominant will lower your ocular pressure. Okay. The best that I ever ran into was called uh, Super Silver Haze. Oh, okay. that's nice, yeah. TV. Where did you get that from? Uh, I was in L.A. when I got that one. Oh, Super yeah. Silver Haze? I'll have to look for oh, that. Oh, yeah. I that have it was really good. Indica. Mm. It's a, a sativa-dominant um, hybrid. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I don't mind the Intica um, at night when I'm chillaxing or whatever, but during the day, I'm pretty much sativa or sativa dominant. Mm, so do you prefer bong or? Nah, I'm either going to use a vape or I got. Uh, uh, I don't like you, the you know, vape. The, you, you got, I left one of my pipes over there at your house. Uh, uh -huh. My old man stogie pipe, uh -huh. tobacco pipe. So I either use a uh, THC vape or a tobacco pipe. Uh -huh. And if I get super bored, I'll roll a joint. You got to but be bored like to roll a joint? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I get bored, I try to find a friend to come over and smoke with me. <laughs> I don't need no company. <laughs> but like a live video or something while we smoke together. Uh -huh. Like right. together, or we talk on the phone, and we smoke. So, yeah, yeah, we. She had. She used to have this bong. I don't understand how she used it. I mean, I tried it again and again and again. Never got used to it. You that said what? Would send me away. She had this bong with spiral spring tubes, and you hit it, and oh. it hit back. No, okay. And you know, I yeah. used to keep it super clean because when it was super clean, you put ice in it, and it 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 it, it didn't burn your throat at all. But I don't think that there's any reason by why anybody should want to be that damn high. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try. I tell you why. <laughs> that bomb whooped my butt every time I hit it. Uh, I couldn't do that, that one. Smoke the bomb. And I, what what'd you say? I asked your mom if she likes to smoke the bong. I never tried. Well, your son there, he's kind of a weenie when it comes to the bong. Oh, okay. Kind of? No, I'll take the full-blown weenie. I'm scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's been to war, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I, <laughs> I ain't been to nobody war. Didn't you military ATP? I, I, I was in the military, but I ain't fight nobody. I fought for my life against them rednecks down in Georgia, but I ain't go fight for the country. I was fighting my way back to Chicago. <laughs> okay, so I did, I did fight for the country, but you did train in the military, which is still very yeah. honorable, in my opinion, because you still. Well, I mean, I signed the same paperwork, you know. Yeah, he I took mean, the test. I, I'm when, not gonna be. He took a test when he was about 16 years old to go into the service coming out the high school. I made sure that's where he was going. Good for you, Stephanie. So, you 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 feel like you kind of molded him or pushed him in that direction? I pushed him in that direction. <laughs> so, did he didn't let, know no. He didn't know what he needed at that time, but I did. You know, I I feel like serving in our military is a really positive. Yeah. Thing a person can decide to do, yeah. Um, and 
I, I have always... I know, I know I'm glad I did it, and he should be too at, at this time. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, not like the most help that I can get coming from the VA hospital. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can say that they, I learned a lot uh, when I was young, but I learned a lot more after I got older. Yeah, you didn't know much at young. You know, it was my orders to make sure that you learned what you could at that yeah. time. But since you were in the military, you probably learned a, a lot of good qualities and good skills that helped you through life later on, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I still, you know, I still have to have things a certain way, and they got to be that way. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I was a, a military wife, so I know, yeah. Yeah, I got to, I have to have everything, got it, I got it, and then it's even more so now that I'm vision impaired because I don't want to put my hand somewhere and what I expect to be there not be there. I want to know where everything is, and I shouldn't have to look for anything. Right. Everything to go, I mean, how would you like it if I come over your house and move the refrigerator? That would really piss you off. <laughs> so it's the same thing with the remote for me, you know. If the remote control goes here, if you're not going to watch TV and you turn it off, put the remote control here. Not just And I'm that way now. You know. I'm that way now. <laughs> Everything got to be in order. Right. Stephanie, you were and saying that you were a military wife? Yeah. Was TB's dad in the military or? or no, his stepdad. Um, yeah, I was. They get uh -huh, they get him orders and he'll give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I spit so, shine some boots. <laughs> was your husband Marine? Really? So were, were you guys stationed somewhere? Yeah, in California, Ocean Oceanside, California. Oh, okay. How many how long were you guys there? Uh, I was there three years before I left him there. Oh, you left him there? <laughs> yeah. Good I couldn't for take you. it no more. The Good orders. For, <laughs> <laughs> for children. <laughs> yeah. But I know it was a good place for my sons to be at, you know, if they didn't go to school and got the education, they can get in the military and learn something with that. So that's why I was kind of pushing for them to do that, go to college or into the service. They had two right. choices, college or the service. Yeah, I, I think that's that's wonderful that you did that. And um, and I just, I think TP is a perfect example of why that's a good thing because you look at TP and he has had great, like training as a human being, right? And he's he's able to overcome stuff instead of letting it destroy him. Like like when he found out he was going blind, and I happen to know he was married and had a couple of kids, and and you know at some point, right? And that's no longer going on either. So that's another thing that happened in his life that probably was trying for him. And then and then he was losing his sight, right? And then he got hit by that damn pickup truck, and yeah, everything. I is he just keeps overcoming and he keeps going on and he doesn't let anything beat him up and and keep him down and i just admire that so much about tp that's my uh, blood thank you Becca. yeah and you should be proud of that stephanie and i suspect oh, yeah. he told us the four boys i bet your other boys every one of them probably the same way oh yeah i raised four boys by myself i was a single parent so yes i had to work Two jobs to send them to school. Yeah, uh, it was hard, but I did it. Did any of your boys get mouthy with you when they were teenagers or anything? Oh yeah, but I had no problem with that knocking them down. Good for you. Good for you for being strong. <laughs> Good for you. Hey, Becca. What? I remember one time. One time, I decided I was going. I was going uh, to uh, test out my testosterone, and I took the belt from her, right? Oh. And uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly what happened, but I will tell you I was trying to give the belt back. 
No, 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 use this. <laughs> I was trying to get that belt back. Yeah, uh, he got his last whooping uh, six months before his 18th birthday. And what'd you whoop him for? For ditching school. And oh. that's when I went and made him join the service, take the test and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he will be somebody. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that place really changed my life. Where is my see? See? Now he was there for two years and wouldn't even write me a letter because he was so mad at me. They picked him up off the streets and took him in. Uh -huh. The military? Uh that yeah, that's a ooh. Yeah, that's that that that's a whole nother show. We uh we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> TP and I are actually going to do, ladies and gentlemen, TP and I are going to be doing another segment sometime today. Might be in the next like 10 minutes after we end this show, or it might be an hour or so from now. I'm just not sure. So just make sure your notifications are turned on and that you're subscribed to Becca's World so you're notified. Right, TP? That's right. <laughs> so do you want to wrap up this interview with your mom? Are we done? Uh, yeah, we had we had one hundred one thirty four. You, you know what I'm saying? Because even with the uh, ads in there, boom, you want to stay right at one hour. Boom. Okay. I I don't I haven't been keeping track of the time. Are we at one hour? Yep. Okay. Great. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World, ladies and gentlemen. Please make sure you're subscribed and that your notification bells are turned on because we do have a lot of exciting videos coming up in the coming weeks. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. And do go up to Audible and check out my new book, Metamorphosis, by Rebecca S. Meadows. Peace out, y'all. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining us Peace. today. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.